Hello and welcome to We Will Talk About It, the Supernatural Rewatch podcast where we watch one episode every week, spoiler free. I'm Megan. I'm Kat. And this week we are talking about Season 1, Episode 20, Dead Man's Blood. Mm. I will say, plot twist. I remember this episode. (laughs) That is a plot twist. That is a plot twist. That's why I'm like, I'm actually, one, you'll have to have a drink anyway because Mm -hmm. I said plot twist. But I remember this episode because it's like a pinnacle episode. Mm. Well, obviously it's a pinnacle episode, obviously, because we're getting close to the end of season one. We are. But it's also one of those episodes I remembered. (laughs) Like, and also it's it's the first time we are introduced to the, I guess, monster of the week Mm -hmm. this time. So this episode was written by Catherine Humphreys and John Chaban. John Chaban mm-hmm. has written quite a few episodes. Yep. He was an X-Files writer, which I think always shows out in mm. his episodes. Oh, yes. Kind of fun. Yeah. the vibes, the X-Files kind of vibes. Mm. Um, and it was directed by Tony Warmby, I want to say. But yeah, we're getting almost to the end of the season. Yep. We're definitely starting to ramp up, which is really fun. Definitely uh, on the season arc. Yes. And I guess I think we'll just talk about it up front, which is that this is our first introduction to vampires. Hence why I was trying to be vague, but I was like, well, it's just No, we'll just I, I think because this episode aired in two thousand and six. We're in two thousand and six now in yep. the context of the show. So which I guess means I was watching this in two thousand and seven, maybe. I, I can't remember. So this aired two thousand and six. And I guess Angel had ended maybe two years before. Buffy had ended three years before that. So uh, Eric Kripke, our our boy, yep, my uh, he didn't want to put vampires in this show because he was like, it's so close. Buffy and Angel were yep. like pinnacle shows, mm. like so, so the zeitgeist, so yep. important culturally. They're like, anything we do with vampires is going to be repetitive. Yep. This was before Twilight, so there wasn't any alternatives to, to vampire, vampire lore. Yeah out at the time mm-hmm. um we'll talk we'll get there eventually and talk about the validity of twilight but like yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. now we'll just leave it at like there wasn't anything else out there buffy to, like, had said this yeah, yeah. reference it and also when you think vampires you either think at this time would have been mm-hmm. buffy yep. slash angel or you know nasferatu kind of style or, or even or, just going back to interview with a vampire yeah interview oh yeah love that movie love oh, that movie love that movie sidetrack love that movie you haven't seen it do yourself a favor. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do, do yourself, yourself a, a favor, favor and go see. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix or Stan in Australia, obviously. Maybe. I'm, yeah. I have recently watched it. And when I say recently, I have watched it in 2021 because it's a great movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the, the, they didn't want to do it because Buffy had set the standard. Yeah. Buffy was the references everyone was going to and make. And the bar was very high. With and the bar was very Ooh, high. Very Buffy high. was this incredible show that mm-hmm. had broken so many bar- barriers and done so much work yep. and is still talked about today. So I don't really know what made them change their mind about vampires. I don't know if someone just pitched a uh, way to twist it. Yeah. And they do sort of do that in the fact that um, – Oh, yeah, I guess, spoiler alert, I guess we're just diving into it yeah, today. Yeah, we're just diving into well, it. John comes back, surprise. We'll talk about it when we get there. But he's saying, like, a lot of the lore is kind yeah, of fake. Yeah, he sets, yeah. He's, he's like, like, they don't, they're not scared of crosses. They don't really care about holy water. Like, they're not afraid sun, of the sun. Like, the sun, they don't, they they generally hibernate, but mm. it doesn't turn them into dust, like, pop culture or, like, lore Yeah, and so they really suggests. tried to make it different. They obviously tried to do different things physically with the special effects. Like, it's not like Buffy where... Um, you kind of get this kind of like ugly transformation up yeah. top and then you get just the two fangs. They'd made it so that it was like a whole like, like, different like set shark, of teeth. Yeah. Like sharks, like teeth, like they have like rows of teeth, but they retract and also when they feed, they drop, they shed teeth, which made me go, oh, yeah. um, but yeah, when they've, when they fed, um, 
And I like the way that they set up how they're called, like, they have, they refer to them as nests, and that's where they're in groups of yeah. vampires, and they're called a nest, and again, we'll, we're going to talk about it, but I just, yeah. I do like, having recently watched Buffy for the first time, I know, mm-hmm. I know people. Don't I come know, for her, because. Please don't come for me, internet, I, please. I made a tiny, huge mistake, and I'm very grateful I watched it, because it was great. Yes. I watched it last year, and I told you about it. Yes. Um, it's. I like how they have definitely gone Buffy great love you Buffy mm-hmm. you know mad mad props but they've sh- they've kept that wall up to be yeah. like this is supernatural vampire versus Buffy vampire and I like when shows do this when they don't just yeah. carbon copy yeah and I think that that was something that was really important to them and clearly the fact that they originally were like we're just not going to do vampires mm. this is a world where vampires don't exist and potentially some you know Gary's friend who took his job because Gary the shitty assistant Mm-hmm. May have gone, look, hey, vampires can be done. Maybe we can twist it. Yeah, or even, um, you know, one of the writers who pitched this episode might have suggested that yeah. they had, th- you know, they'd given some thought about how to include vampires in a way that makes a lot more sense. So I don't really know the story. The information I have doesn't really explain why they changed their mind, yeah. but it's very clear that they worked quite hard to make it that it was its own it's their universe. Own unique vampire lore. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's really, really cool and really interesting because I think they don't really reference it in this episode, but this world in Hell House. So this world that Supernatural lives in is a world in which Buffy is a television show yeah. because um, they say, what would Buffy do? Like, that's their little, like, their how little, would we handle this? Like, like what would WWBD yeah. instead yeah. of uh, WWJD, which yeah. is what would Jesus do? Um, is what would Buffy do? Yeah. So yeah, so this is a world in which Buffy exists. So mm-hmm. it's that's also really interesting that they've really tried to make it quote unquote real versus the Buffy version that yeah. exists in this world. So exactly, like it's oh, it, I just like, <laughs> the way they this episode for many reasons yeah. is really good, and it's one of those episodes where I'm like, you can tell that obviously by now they've probably had their season, like they've been extended. Mm-hmm. They're really starting to pay foundations of we're probably going mm-hmm. to see this particular type of monster of the week again yeah yeah and i like that they're they're setting lore up which yeah, is always yeah fun. it's always yeah. good it's good setting like their, their own lore up to to pave yeah so we open on a bar a um bar. we have a a sort of old man who's sort of scribbling on his in his journal and drinking whiskey. drinking whiskey and just he's kind of that weird old guy at the bar Eccentric. that's like kind of harmless but mm-hmm. you know draws Clearly attention drunk, to himself potentially uh and he one of the other patrons sort of calls a waitress over and it was like i thought they caught the unabomber i love a joke oh yeah i love a serial killer joke i don't oh, know yeah. if ted kaczynski technically counts as a serial killer no then some a group of people enter and this catches the eye of this this mystery fellow this mm-hmm. sort of weird he outsider he knows something's up with these characters oh, we do actually find his name uh, we do find out his name because when mm-hmm. i was gonna say bar wench which is very yeah. <laughs> look the the lady who is the publican i think we can say bar wench we I, can say all right, right, right. i think that's i, I think, think that's acceptable, acceptable. Yeah. okay when she's speaking to said patron, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, you know, Mr. Elkins, um, Elkins, he's fine. He's just, he keeps to himself. He's yeah. Really, honestly, he's a great customer because he buys lots of whiskey, essentially. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, I do like when these people do come in. They're very, they've got some chewed on them. Yes. It's very vibey of chewed. <laughs> yeah. So what I was actually thinking about, although obviously they did want to put their own twist 
on vampires and all of that sort of mm. thing. The sort of main girl vampire who we find out later is called Kate. And by the way, that's who comes into this bar. Um, we're going to be a little over the shop because we've sort of already given the reveal. Yeah, but really she, she was giving me strong underworld Kate Beckinsale vibes. Oh yeah, this like leather pleather pants and mm. this like laced up leather mm. shirt with like only to uh, like the top of her ribs so her whole navel is showing i was just like this i love this outfit i'm mm. a little obsessed like she had the pencil pen eyebrows of the 2000s mm-hmm. i was getting a mix of craft mm-hmm. yes i was getting some craft vibes but with the outfits of her she was giving me some coyote ugly Yes. Um, some vibes. Oh, I just throw it. I mean, it. we'll talk about cowboy vampires later. Oh, we will. <laughs> um, so Daniel uh, Elkins, he makes an escape. He sort of sneaks out, sneaks out of the bar because he obviously recognizes this group of people. And what they're about. And what they're about, which is that they're vampires. Um, he goes back to his cabin and it is all very like Unabomber, middle of nowhere, cabin and... <laughs> Very dark and dingy. Uh, and so he's running inside and he gets out a gun, a colt. But to get to the gun, he goes through... A very elaborate mm-hmm. kind of, you know, security system. Like yep. fake doors, fake thing. And Tana yeah. is like hardy, what you would expect in a jeweler, like a fancy yeah. jeweler. Like I, that's what I expect in like Tiffany. I thought you were going to say Hardy Boys and I was like, that's a surprise reference from you. Yeah. I mean, also, but also I only know the Hardy Boys because of, um, you know, Ryan and Shane who do um, from the Bun Network, like the BuzzFeed Unsolved. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan and Shane. Giving you a a reference. Um, So, yeah, so this group of people that he saw in the bar that he was obviously very squirrely about and made him leave, they come and attack him. And before he can finish loading this gun, Mm, um, gun. they attack attack him and ultimately it's implied that they kill him. Yeah. We then cut to Sam and Dean. They're in just a diner somewhere. Uh, They're trying to find a case, you Mm -hmm. know. They're sort of continuing on with a little bit of what's happening for these last few episodes, which is like, we chose to not follow dad. That yep. means that now we are focusing on work. Yeah. You know, that he can't focus on. Yeah. Dean is sort of teasing Sam, suggesting they go back to um, New York, that mm-hmm. maybe he goes back and sees Sarah. Yeah. And Sam's like, no, now is not the time for that. I'm not, I'm not ready to keep going with that. Like, yep. and as I think I revealed in the last episode, we it does go nowhere. There is no burgeoning romance between those no. two. So there's no, you know, there's no uh, love letters that are exchanged by the post or yeah. emails to law, law boy. Yes, exactly. That that it does. It is the end of their love story. Uh, but Sam is reading the newspaper and mm-hmm. he's reading about kind of mysterious deaths and he reads about the death of Daniel Elkins and Dean's like, "Huh, I know that name. I know yeah. that name from Dad's journal." Because Sam's also looking through the journal as well. The journal's open. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're like, okay, maybe it's the same Elkins. Let's go have a look into this. That's kind of interesting. Like yeah. it seems like it could be the same yeah, person. Yeah, because it was like D. Elkin in the in the journal. He's like, that's a pretty – it's not like a Smith. Yeah. I am, which is very generic. He's like, that seems huh. – and it's the same area code where this particular Elkins has died as well, so let's just go check it out. Yeah. And so they go to this cabin. They're looking around. Mm. It's, you know, it's clearly been ransacked. Um, they go, they find sort of a lot of blood where he was killed mm-hmm. and they actually notice something on the floor. Um, so they notice a couple of things on the floor. They notice the empty cult kind of box. box holder thing. We're very descriptive because we don't understand guns. Yeah. Well, mainly me because I still think fire guns are real. Yes. Um, 
but yeah, the 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 lockbox you would say. For yeah, it. like the storage container. God, we're terrible. We're, we're, so they notice this, and and Dean kind of is like, huh. And then they also notice something on the ground, and Dean does a like pencil rubbing of it because it looks like it's been kind of like carved into the into the wood, and it is the um, location and combination for a lockbox, uh, a lockbox or a PO boxy kind of scenario. Yeah, like a mailbox, and they're like, huh, that's what Dad does. Yeah, this this these are. This seems very on brand for hunters. Yeah, and specifically sort of related to how dad works, which yeah. is to do like a mail drop and that's how you go and find information. Mm. So they go and they find they go to the post office and they find a letter that's actually addressed to J W. Yeah, and we hmm, I wonder, wonder who, who could that be? Yeah. It's not plot twist. Not Jehovah's Witnesses. No. That would be quite a plot twist. No, that would be that would take a real hard left turn. Uh, and so they're sitting in the car trying to figure out what to do, trying to figure out whether to open the letter. And then there's a knock at the window mm. and uh, it is revealed to be John. And I really like this reveal because it's really straightforward. It's really quick. It's not a big oh, yeah. build up. It's just he's there. Yeah. Kat, would you like to talk about being surprised? I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Anyone who has worked with me knows me. <laughs> just around me. I'm a jumpy mm-hmm. person. I'm a jumpy kitty cat. Mm-hmm. I do not like element of surprise. Like if someone like if. Your partner worked in, walked in behind me, even if I heard the door, yeah. would not put two and two together and he could be like, hi, cat," and I would go through your window yeah. because I jump easy. For context, when we used to work together, I, if someone, if I, Kat and I kind of shared a little like pod, but if I needed to talk to her, I would still turn around. I wouldn't just go over to her desk. I would turn around and go, cat, cat, and like tap on the desk so that she could come out of wherever she goes. <laughs> yep when she's working so she would know we wanted to talk to her because otherwise she would literally fall off her chair which yeah. i'm not saying isn't the funniest thing that's happened to me ever but it oh, was yeah. one of the funniest things that's ever happened to that me that was i do remember that day and i definitely screamed and i definitely startled half an office because mm-hmm. they thought i was being murdered yeah absolutely so yeah so this would this would have killed cat like just what having someone having like this intense situation where you've just been in this cabin where clearly someone's focusing? being attacked and they found this letter that's almost completely 100% for their dad, who yep. they don't really know where he is. Yep. Um, and then to have the dad appear, like Kat would have just... Knocking on the window. Kat would have just... Her heart would have just stopped. Oh, look, I would be an opossum. Yes. Oh, goodbye. See you later. I, I don't... Yeah, that's just... Nope. That's a lot of noping for Kat. Um, and I would have screamed. And I would be very irrationally angry. Yes. Like, ah! Yeah, it'd be yeah. like that, even though I'd be happy to see said father. But it'd be yeah. like, no, fuck you. You did this to me. Yeah. So they obviously give John the letter. He reads the letter yeah. um, and he sort of interrogates the boys a bit like, do you know what this is? Like, did you see a gun? Did you see anything that like it looked like an old cult? He also says he had it all this time. Yeah. And the boys are like, had what all the time? Hmm? Yeah. What's, what is it? So Dean, Dean mentions that he saw the empty box. He like yeah, it looked cold. like it was for an old, like an older rifle, like yeah. an older handgun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess we're talking about the cult, which we kind of have, <gasps> which we're about to explain what the cult is, which we have context for. More generally speaking, though, and this isn't this is maybe a little more common in Australia than maybe America, um, and maybe other places. We don't have a ton of context for guns, so if we're mm-hmm. using wrong terminology. Uh, Please don't roast us one. We just don't know how. We just don't. We're just not around yeah. guns. For kind me, of ever. a pistol is like all small guns, and I know that's not right. Yeah, I like. I a, nearly went to say rifle, and I was like, "That's a hundred percent." That is a hundred. Like I know that one. It's like, yeah, we like 
we grew I grew up small guns into pistols and bigger guns into rifles. And yeah. I know that's not correct. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so apologies if we use wrong terminology. Yeah, we, we just, just don't know. Genuinely don't know what we're talking about. Um, but yes, he's, he reveals that Samuel Colt, who I guess invented the Colt rifle mm-hmm. um, in the 1800s, he made this rifle. Oh my God, do I keep saying rifle? Yes. Yes. So Samuel Colt uh, made this gun in the 1800s. He was the inventor, I guess, of the Colt mm-hmm. gun. Um, and the story, and he made it for a hunter. And the story is mm. that this gun can kill anything. Anything supernatural. And he only has a, a he only made X amount of bullets. I think yes. like 13 bullets, I think it was. Yeah. Which is obviously a lucky number in kind of a cult circle. Yes. Um, so I think there was seven bullets left in yes. the cult. And it's something that is implied John. We don't sort of get the full story of John and Daniel and what happened. Yeah. The implication that we sort of get throughout this episode is that maybe Daniel was a bit of a like mentor, mentor for John. Yeah, teacher. Um, There's but, a lot of similarities with mm-hmm. what the boys picked up at the beginning when they yep. were going through the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's... It, not much is of the backstory. We don't know. No. And uh, they had a falling out mm-hmm. over something, which was never fully explained. Nope. We're but not here for the explanation, but I definitely, <laughs> I definitely got the implication that John was obviously pursuing the cult as a way to kill um, the demon and, that killed yep. their mother. Yep. Uh, and maybe Daniel had the cult and maybe he didn't want, I don't know. Like yeah. we don't get enough of the backstory, but they had a falling out of yep. over something. Um, and yeah, it turns out that Daniel did in fact have the cult all along. He, he had it and he was very mad. Like it yes. made John very mad that he all along had this. And but yeah, you, the implication is there that potentially Dan, uh, Daniel may have lied to John about mm-hmm. having the, like it's gone. You don't, you're never going to find it. Yeah. Leave it be. Yeah. Potentially to protect John from whatever powers or whatever this thing yeah. is that they, they have, they're hunting which turns out to be a demon so yeah i mean unfortunately we don't get a full explanation it's just a lot of implications so yeah. you can read into it as much as you like yeah. which obviously is cat's personal preference <laughs> that is my own <laughs> uh but you know someone must have taken the cult mm. it must have been the thing that attacked them and it's at this point that john reveals that it was vampires and i love that both of them are like they don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> so great. But either, I love yeah. that idea that they're like, no, vampires in this world aren't real. And, and they've been extinct. But not even that they're not, they, they, don't, they don't, don't exist. exist. Yeah. exist. And so John reveals they do exist, but they've been almost wiped out mostly mm-hmm. by people like Daniel. So Daniel specifically hunted vampires. Yeah. And I kind of love when we start to get a little bit more of the lore of this world, a little bit more of hunters, mm. like the idea that there's a hunter out there who's got a specific target. Specialized. Yeah, and they mm. go after vampires, and mm. there's not many vampires left. Yep. Um, this is where we kind of learn that a lot of the lore is incorrect, at least in this world, that yep. they aren't sensitive to light. They don't cry at holy water or at crosses, and in fact... Yeah, stakes through the hut don't work. The uh, Kate, the main vampire, she's actually wearing a cross yeah, for most is. of the episode, which she I is. think is really cool, like very very intentional in yep. the way that they dressed. They did that to her. But that they still don't very... They don't like light. They prefer to hunt at night. They're pack... Animals, yeah, as it were. Yeah, their senses are heightened more at night. Blah de blah de blah. And also that to kill them, you need to chop off their heads. Yes, yeah. which, which is is kind of part of vampire lore yeah, more is, broadly. Yeah. Um, and obviously that was the specifics that they decided to get into for how to kill vampires in this world. Yeah. Um, I like that they didn't go with the stake because I would have been like, well, that's like, yeah. And that's I think that that's too much of a reference to Buffy. Buffy. Oh, and yeah. so I think that that's absolutely why they were like, okay, well, what else in lore? Can do we, we do have it? yeah 
Um, obviously, I did not do much research on vampires for this episode the way that I did for Wendigos because, or you know, Bloody Mary or, yeah, or whatever. We don't need to a vampire. It's probably like the like if you go supernatural, you go yeah. like not supernatural the TV show, but just supernatural in general. Yeah. You go, you lump. It's a, it's the main four. I go. You go zombies. Mm-hmm. You go Dracula slash vampire. Mm-hmm. You go mummy. You mm-hmm. go ghost. I would have said um, werewolves over a mummy. So I feel like mummy is like. I suppose, yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose, yeah, werewolves, yeah, yeah. Actually. In terms of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're yeah. like the main. They're the costumes. I Like, they're the. You know, if you want to add a, you know, sometimes, you know, like the whole vow situations, like maybe sometimes why, um, you add on a um, Frankenstein. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, I guess it is just worth noting that, of course, um, Lore, the podcast, have a ton of episodes mm-hmm. that talk about vampires, talk about yep. the his- history of vampires, and talk about historically where you might find vampires. Yep. Um, so, and yeah, and... as always and forever, always. go listen to Aaron Menke. Please do. Support and love him because he is a sweet baby angle. Also, his voice is soothing. His oh, voice so... is so soothing. Not like it. Like, what well, I can say, not like mine, but his <laughs> definitely will put you to sleep in a good mm-hmm. way. In a, He'll definitely bring down the heartbeat. Yes, absolutely. They sort of talk all about kind of the vampires and what the lore is and that that's what they're hunting and that they're going to hunt it together. Mm-hmm. We then cut to a couple in a car having some of the worst banter that I've actually, like she says, I didn't note it down, but she's like, oh, did you lose the bet? And he's like, what? He's like, the person that made you wear that shirt. I'm like, this banter is terrible. I think think because it was so terrible. I've just, I remember them, the couple in the car Mm -hmm. and they're driving down the road. And obviously it's, they're always driving down the road with some bush or forest and yeah, obviously something's going to go down because it's at night. I think because it was so terrible, I was just like, nope, don't remember this ever happening because it was horrible banter. It was truly terrible banter. Um, also, I just want to quickly roll back. This is specifically what they say about the creation of the cult. And I think it's worth reading because it is very like... It's very tailored. It's very... I, it's it's fun. So back in 1835 when Halley's Comet was... was well, actually Halley's Comet, fun fact, guys. Mm. Um, was overhead. The same night those men died at the Alamo, they say Samuel Colt made a gun, a special gun. He made it for a hunter, a man like us, only on horseback. Story goes he made 13 bullets and this hunter used the gun a half dozen times before he disappeared, the gun along with him. And somehow Daniel got his hands on it. They say, they say this gun can kill anything. Mm. It's very good. It also reminds mm. me of the, um, uh, the story of the, the Deathly Hallows. Yeah, a little. I love that story yeah inside of harry potter world because mm-hmm. it's such a cool little snip like it's like a little i don't know it's like a little it's like a little morsel of mm-hmm. delicious like oh that's cool i want to know more about it mm-hmm. and you want like if this was real you'd be like i want to learn about this i need to go research because i would 100% research this because it sounds like some zest mm-hmm. i want to i want to want to read the zest but this couple mm. with <laughs> no chemistry <laughs> negative chemistry negative. i would say look we were you know we should do like a poll, like worst chemistry, this couple or Dean and the chick who I can't remember Cassie. from. Huh? Cassie. Cassie from Route 66. Um, 666. Thank you. Yeah, no, these had worse chemistry. These, This was negative chemistry. These um, but, are extras who are just like, just pretend you're a couple. And it's really it's obvious. Rough. Yeah, it's rough. Um, but they get, well, they almost run over a vampire who's... Who's laying on the road. He's laying on the road. And obviously when he, um, the boy gets out, the girl's calling 911, mm-hmm. they get attacked. And that's kind of how 
they hunt. That's how they get because yeah. the bloodlust, the, the blood sucking, all of that stuff about vampires is true. Yeah. Um, and I do like that they kind of stuck with that, like mm-hmm. keep keep some of the the practical stuff. Well, it makes sense. Um, How else do they feed, kind of thing? Yeah, it's but and also, it's too well known, you know. And also in this, they also make it very clear that they can drink alcohol. They can mm-hmm. do those things. It doesn't affect them. It doesn't, you know, make them loopy. It doesn't kill them. Yeah, they, they can do things like that, and it's just yeah to survive. They just do the blood thing. Yeah, um, and we now cut back. They're in a motel. Sam and Dean are kind of passed out on a on the bed, still fully dressed, and John is listening to a uh, police dispatch, mm-hmm. and here's the 911 call for um, the girl that was attacked, and he gets them up and gets them kind of going to go hunt this yep. vampire. They're in there. They're obviously in the Impala. John's in his truck. I like how at this point Sam's really – he's really – Got them boxes really twisted. Yeah, like, I've got Sam is kind is kind of petulant, but also he has a point. Oh yeah, his man is like, why? Like we get to the real crux of like their mm-hmm. relationship, and we're definitely going to the point of where they left off before all this happened. Yeah, which is why are we always following Dad? Why do we have to like when when he says jump, we just automatically, you know, Dean, you always say how high? Like, yeah. no, what are we doing? Like, this is not fair for us. Like. He can just bark orders and we just are just meant to take it? No. Mm. Cuts off the car. Cuts off dad's car. Yeah. And so he he they're following and Dean um, John is like, next, you know, next turn we're going to turn right. We're going to turn left, whatever. Yeah. And Sam is like, oh, okay, well, like, why? And they're obviously talking over walkie-talkie. Yeah. And John's like, well, just, just do it. And yeah. Sam's like, races ahead, blocks off John's car and mm-hmm. they get out and they you know, they start to get into it. And Dean all along, ever since John's turned up, has been like, don't, please don't start this again. And, yeah. you know, you can definitely, you can definitely empathize with Dean of yeah. being like wanting to be the peacekeeper, which yeah. is pretty common for an oldest child. He's a referee. Child, so. Like he is 100% trying to be the referee mm-hmm. with both of them because he loves them both. And obviously they both have very complicated relationships. Both of like his relationships with both Sam and his dad. But then he also doesn't want to watch them fight because he's had to live that for a lot of his life. Yeah, exactly. And he's just, you know, he's happy to see dad again. Mm. And he's happy to have Sam there and his dad as well. Mm. And so they, you know, Sam and John get into it. Dean <laughs> kind of tries to keep them. Also, I realized how tall everybody is in this like yeah. scene. I was like, wow, everyone's really tall. Yeah, if you didn't, I mean, we've already established. We've already established that Jared Pelecki is basically. But they're all quite tall men. men. Yeah, they're all, yeah. Tall, all tall men. And yes. it's very funny for me. Yes. I'm just like, Jesus, everyone's really tall. Like, everyone's really tall on the scene. Yeah, so, I mean, and John is not being particularly helpful. He's not, he's not responding in a way that is particularly good or particularly no. beneficial to resolving this. Like, he kind of just leaves it leaves it out there. Dean is trying to referee. And I can't remember if it's this fight or a later fight where, you know, Sam and John kind of like walk off from each other. And then John has a dig at Dean and says like, you need to detail this car. You need to clean this car. I wouldn't have given it to you if I thought you weren't going to keep it clean. And that to me is like the darkest bit, which is that like he's taking his anger out that he doesn't want to keep taking out on Sam because they're such similar people that, it's not giving him any satisfaction, basically. Yeah. And so, and so he takes it out on Dean instead. Like It's, it's very vindictive. It's very yeah. pointed. And I don't – yeah, I was like, oh, John, yeah. not a good look. No. Really, mm, don't mm, – mm. No. And Dean, because as we've established many times, 
he does wear his like yes he can turn his emotion off like mm-hmm. a tap but he wears especially for his dad yeah that, that little pride of heart yeah is for his dad hearing that would have broken him and and yeah he and knows I, it. and he knows it and i yeah. think that that's what like it's the conditioning because he knows he's conditioned dean to a point like mm-hmm. he's made him submissive to yeah. him and so when he barks at him he knows he gets the instant gratification because he gets the reaction he was looking for from Sam. Yeah. And Sam's just like, I'm like you. I'm not going to fuck with this noise. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I think we said maybe in uh, Nightmare that we're not letting John off the hook when no. we were like, oh, it could have been so much worse. Their childhood could have been so much worse. But like, we're not letting John off the hook. And yeah. again, like, I know, I think we talked about this in um, Something Wicked that, you know, for a lot of people, they find this relationship really challenging and really tough to deal with. And I definitely don't want to like discount yeah. no. anybody's experience if they see themselves in these relationships, definitely. because I can't imagine like how that might make you feel. But it, I guess at the same time, the reality of it is what grounds us in the real world. Yeah. Like I think I was saying in something wicked, like they didn't go to like Hunter Academy when they were kids. No, and, like, it wasn't like a, it was cool... a dark, sad, horrible experience it comes from a place of hurt this this grew yeah. from a place of hurt it didn't grow like if the demon didn't do anything to mary we would not be here yeah we would not be having a podcast it would not be a show yeah it came from a place that unfortunately started with trauma yeah it's it's a generational trauma yeah there's a lot of like situational trauma it's a there's a lot mm-hmm. of trauma is a big thing like it's a big yeah. old trauma fest and i'm not saying necessarily that and i guess we'll talk about it over the next 15 seasons yes, whether will. or not supernatural handles it well yeah but i do appreciate the complication the complexity of it and the fact that mm. it is rooted in the reality of the yeah. situation and it was it's not idealized and it's not no it's it yeah it's not that oh and we, we went off and we had adventures with our dad and that was our childhood which is so easily could have been. oh yeah could have been that where it was like but, idealized yeah. and like oh you know we had the coolest childhood because we were fighting things it's like no that fucks kids up. Yeah. That fucks parents up to lose the person that you love and to lose that person. Yeah, and like- you can handle it in a healthy way. And John didn't choose that. And these are the consequences. And yep. those are played out fully in this show. Oh, 100%. And it's, they could have also turned the show in a sense of, well, Dean and Dad get along so, so well. And mm-hmm. it's Sam being a child because yes. Sam's, oh, but we've dealt with our shit. Sam still hasn't. Mm-hmm. It's, they've all had their own traumas, they've all had their own mm-hmm. conditioning. And it does come to a head when it does because everyone has had their own conditioning to mm-hmm. a certain degree. Yeah. And like you said, there's complexity, there's yeah. layers, there's trauma, there's everyone has gone through their own journey as such. Mm-hmm. And you also throw in personalities. Yeah. And I think this again comes down to writing. They've built, they're building characters. Mm-hmm. They're really building the foundations. They're building everything mm-hmm. up. They're making them, the, they're all different people, even yeah. though they're all family. And that is what family is essentially. Yeah. You're not going to have the cookie cutter family where it's like perfect mom, perfect dad, perfect child. That doesn't happen. Yeah. And I like that they've done this. And again, you you empathize with John for what he's gone through, losing mm-hmm. the love of your life so violently, so young, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, you don't let him off the hook and go, hang on. Yeah. You and can't I, treat your kids like this. You can have done empath- better. You empathize with Dean because Dean is this kind of like he mm. wants so much to please his dad and his yeah. dad knows how to twist that knife. You empathize yeah. with Sam who just wants to be heard and just like you empathize for all of them in this terrible situation. And I also want to say like, it, you know, the writing is really good. Eric Kripke mm. having this broad strokes idea is incredible, but giving props to Jared Jensen and, um, mm. and uh, Jeffrey, because 
I oh, three J's. Hey. J3. I didn't read Sorry, guys. That's such a revelation to me and it's probably a revelation to exactly none of you. Yeah. That they're all such good actors that they elevate this show to be something else. And we'll talk about this again over the next 15 series. Oh, that, yeah. that this show it shouldn't be as good as it is. Oh, it yeah, shouldn't dude. be what it is. It shouldn't be as for, nuanced for, as it is. For the CW Network. No yes. Shade. Some shade. <laughs> Some shade. Not all shade. Um, but I also love that they also, with all of this darkness and trauma and every on the conditioning, they haven't also romanticized it. Yes. Because there is a lot of shows out there. Gossip Girl. That definitely <laughs> do that. And then, yes, I whispered because and I, <laughs> this is a secret, guys. This is a secret. Um, I love that they haven't done that. And they've made it very clear that these are people gone through some things mm-hmm. and it's not cool to be treating your yeah. kid like an, a piece of shit. Yeah, and I think as well, again, the actors elevate what could be romanticized yep. dialogue. Yeah. Um, so it's the whole thing altogether that elevates this above what. And again, and I, this is no shade to Eric Key. Like, nope. obviously, he has shown that he has a lot of talent and skill as a showrunner. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and has a lot of thoughts about the stories he wants mm. to tell. I just mean, in terms of in the confines of a network television show in the early 2000s. Gossip Girl. Um, there was a lot of stuff that meant that they might not have been able to do what they've done. So so we <laughs> I acknowledge that there's been some shows out there that have done the – have mm-hmm. similar – and they're on the same network where they're, it, it's romanticised yeah. bad behaviour. Yeah. Um, or very, very illegal behavior. Not that this is illegal, but just shitty behavior to yeah. other people. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, that was such a tangent, guys. Um, we're, we're, we're meant to be a com- yeah. we're, we're a comedy podcast, but we're we, we got deep on this one mainly because it is such a good scene. It's yeah. such a good. It's good to it's again it's character building essentially yeah. not for them but it's good to for us as a viewer go they're not just they're not just as you said the Hardy Boys fighting crime yeah fighting around the world they're not doing that they're going in they're dealing with some. The baggage. The baggage mm-hmm. is the size of the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fair. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, did not mean to go on the tangent, but I'm glad we've had that discussion. Yeah, well let's let's get back into let's get back into the show. Let's get back into a little bit more of the comedy the fun that, stuff. The comedy that we allege that we are. Yes. Um because <laughs> let's talk about cowboy vampires. <laughs> oh, this is so So they're back in oh, their lair. God, um yes. and this is maybe a little In a barn. In a barn. This might be unique to the South of the Australian experience. Mm-hmm. But I did think because they sleep and live in this barn, I was like, in, in summer. In summer, that would be on you would be sweaty a hundred percent of the time. You're meant to sleep in a day, and you're meant to in a barn that's dirt on the ground. Yeah, holes. No in the, insulation. Oh, no insulation. It's essentially just wood shack. Mm-hmm. Um, in hammock. In a hammock or in a bed. The the main oh, the, couple get a the, bed. The main couple, which is Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Knock off. Yeah, not knock off. Not Kate Beckinsale and hot vampire guy. Uh, I believe he's like an original. He's meant to be some kind of like. First generation, I, like he's like first iPhone. I don't know. I don't know. It was very, very unclear. Yes, um, very unclear. Again, hot generic vampire. Yeah, boy. hot generic vampire who was also one of the OG vampires. Yeah, he, he's been around. Yeah, he's for been hundreds around of years, years, sort of vibe. But I do love. It would be too hot, but also mm-hmm. the layering because they're cowboy vampires. Cowboy vampires. Is there's a lot of de- like a lot of ripped shirts mm-hmm. from the sleeves. Yeah, a lot of denim, a lot of denim jackets. Yeah, a lot of. But then also the girls, because I don't know what temperature is there, because we've got men who look like they're really rugged up, and then you've got girls wearing basically 
Gene Belts. But yeah, basically, um, speaking of Coyote Ugly, fully Coyote Ugly. Yeah. Coyote dancing even. Yeah. Um, like tiny little, like, yeah, yeah. Gene Belt. Gene Belt skirt. <laughs> crop top, wearing a cowboy hat, dancing to cowboy music that only she can wearing hear. Wearing double singlet. Yeah. Like a, a white and a colored tea, like singlet on top of each other. Yeah. So is it hot? Is it cold? I don't know. But they are, in fact, cowboy vampires. Oh, my God. So many straw hats. And they've and got their cars. Their cars mm-hmm. are like seventies. Like yeah, I was waiting for someone cool to get cars. like white snake video on yes. top of a fucking on a hood of a car. Well, I mean, my next note is vampires are always a little bit rapey. So we've got the yep. pool that we've yep. seen with the negative ten chemistry. Um, they're tied up. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kate is there, and then hot generic vampire. I should find out what his name is. Look. I was, I was going to say Luther. I'm like, no, it's not that. Lu- it is. No, it is Luther. Hey! 10 out of 10. Hey! I was like, I feel like it's Luther. And I'm like, no, that can't be right. <laughs> Fuck me. That is, everyone needs to drink every alcohol thing they have because that never happens. Now, I know. Kat never remembers anything no. from the show. Even with my notes. Because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the um, they basically, from what we can tell, mm-hmm. is they don't feed on the road. They take them back to the nest. Yeah. They bring their... their, their the gather they bring the gathering which is the children like the the children the 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 people they've taken they, they, they bring the nest back together yeah they bring the nest together and then they feed on what people have brought to the nest yeah so they feed on the people on the and people. they can feed on them for for months for weeks and weeks and weeks yeah. uh, is what we find out yes um so yeah so lisa comes back kate jumps on him they get sexy because mm. they're vampires and this is what vampires and apparently- do they mate for life, which I'm like, well, how old is she? Yeah. Because if you're OG. I don't think she's that old. I feel like she's she's newer. Yeah. She's like, he definitely traded the model in. Let's just say. Because yeah. like, if he's like OG from when vampire, like from, we don't know if it's Dawn of Time. Yeah. Or, all we hear is that like hundreds of, oh, no, actually, because I think they say the gun was made around the time he became a vampire. So yeah, like 1800s. Because they what's happened is they've brought back the the food back being mm-hmm. the couple the no be- like no chemistry couple mm-hmm. um and they've also brought back spoilings from uh daniel's house like which is money and some yes. things and then they found a cult and luther is not happy no because he knows of the of elkins yes he knows elkins is a real hunter and he's like revenge and he's like she's like oh like well, you know i wanted to get revenge for you and um he says revenge isn't worth much if you end up dead yeah he but he does recognize that the gun is important yeah. And so he he sort of keeps the gun and he's mm-hmm. like, well, I've got you presents as well, which is the, the couple, which, which is gross. gross. Yeah, it's gross. Um, like, these are not sexy. In my mind, these are not sexy vampires. These are, mm-hmm. I need to go bathe in some bleach. Cause I, do not- <laughs> I just, I just like, I, this is such a mid, like early 2000s thing oh, of yeah. like vampires are so sexy. Like, because Buffy takes it's really aggressive. Yeah, but this is what Underworld is as well. Yeah, like, yeah, Underworld really is, is yeah. just vampires are so sexy. I, I'll go home. Like, Joel, you want to watch Underworld? And of course, he will because Kate Beckinsale is in pleather. Yeah, is basically a goddess. She is. She's she's stunning. So she's of course, he's so like, I'm down, and I'll probably sit there and just laugh the entire way through. I yeah. I mean, I've seen all of the Underworld films multiple times. They are pretty great in yeah. that. Yeah, look, I know what I'm going, going in for. Going yeah, in with a, a they green... are they are definitely high camp, and it's oh, added yeah. to by the fact that you have Kate Beckinsale and you have um like Bill Nye's in a couple of them. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. So yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. they're pretty <laughs> they're pretty fun. So uh, later that night, they're partying. 
slash awkward dancing. Well, but like, yeah, there's some of yeah, some of them are kind of coyote ugly dancing. But Kate and Luther are just fucking. Yeah, we like it's implied. It's implied. There's a lot. It's really horny, and I do appreciate that mystery woman is grossed out enough by it to look really awkward and uncomfortable to be like. But um, do look like they're dancing like sims in the game yeah it's just it looks very awkward it's like you just put these people in a room yeah. and they just go Emma dance and that's yeah. what they're doing but yeah like she's looking like like she's revolted by this she's just like but also so uncomfortable which is yeah. exactly what you mm. would be the captive girl mm-hmm. um she the captive boy has already been consumed yeah um and we don't see it but we, we yeah are under the, um, she's alone and they're mocking her a little bit going ha 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 yeah and then they come up and they're like do you want to join in which gross ew gross nope. um and they sort of force feed her alcohol <laughs> I mean, also gross yeah i mean um, that's 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 not that's cowboy vampires for you for that's apparently. cowboy vampires consent is not important nope. the implication i guess again they don't do a ton of explanation for a lot of the stuff that happens in this episode because i guess the implication is you know vampire law you don't need to have vampire law explained to you the no. way you do with wendigo um and so he cuts open um He's kate's gone. wrist oh wrist that's right yeah but yeah, the implication, of course, is that they're turning her into a vampire, yeah, captive girl, yeah, yeah. She's drinking the infected blood. Yeah, she's drinking, she's drinking vampire blood. And again, mm. like I said, I don't think they really explain it because I think they're like people know what people going. know how a vampire's made. Yeah, people know how this works. Um, so Sam, John, and Dean go to um attack the nest. Yep, they notice that. Yeah, Luther is sensitive to light, but they he doesn't burn in the light. They're just no. sensitive to it. And that, you know, while John's explaining the law, he's, mm-hmm. he does say, he's like, look, you'll notice that they won't burn up like they won't go into ash. Yeah. And they're sort of watching. They're sort of scouting out the territory. They've gone mm-hmm. to the nest in the day just to get the, like, the whereabouts and the, the findings and, like, yeah. work out their next plan of attack because John doesn't want them to go in there with them. He wants the boys to stay out. Yeah, so they decide to go in and try and get the cult back. Um, they're getting ready. And again, we get this little thing of like John belittling Dean because they've, they've got their two, um, sort of weapons stores out. And of course, like it is a bit of like dick measuring that like they open the Impala and it's like this kind of, you know, very retro, like Mm. manual thing. And then John presses a button and it says like, very men in black style. Yeah. Yeah. Like fancy weapons. Very some big dick energy, but not in a good way. Not in a good way. Um, and Dean is like, oh, Dad, do you need a machete? And John gets out this massive machete. He's like, no, no, I'm, I'm good. And it's massive, by the way. And it's just, it's all like, I, yeah, it's just, it's all to belittle Dean and mm. it's all to make him feel a little bit bad. He's still taking his anger. And I just hate it. Yeah, it's very passive. It's very, uh, it's not, con- it's a condition. It's very conditioning yeah. of just, I'm still better than you. Yeah. And, and I'm still mad at your brother, but I'm going to take it out on you. It's just a yeah, lot. It's, it's very It's a, like, and you can take it because you're the oldest. Um, And I, you know, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, guys. This is so not a comedy podcast no. now. But one of the most interesting things that I've sort of um learned and sort of, you know, been told in my own experience with um processing mm-hmm. stuff um is that – of course, your family pushes your buttons. They're the ones that invented them. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah. Ooh. Right. Ooh. Um. Ooh, yeah. 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 Like. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Well, that's a. Oh yes. Sorry, guys. I just need. <laughs> yeah. I need to like swirl that around for a bit. Get the sniffing. Yeah. To get all the senses. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is 
Um, good night. Um, yeah. Good, good night. I'm going to go to bed now. Um, I'm good. Um, I, need, I need to go somewhere and just quietly process for a while. Yeah, I need to go process the fact that. <laughs> and it, that is a very good statement. And it's very. And now mm-hmm. you've said that. Mm-hmm. We don't need to talk about the rest of about John because that. Yep. Yep. John has. Yep. Yep. He's, he's forged these buttons and he knows how to then. Yep. Slam him back down in the yep. place. Yep. 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 Um. So they go in to attack the nest because some daylight is a better time to attack the yep, nest. Yep. Um, they find a bunch of sort of captive people that they're obviously feeding on that they mm-hmm. haven't necessarily turned. They also see mystery captive woman. Yeah. Um, and they're all, you know, they're almost there. They almost get the cult. Uh, mm-hmm. But obviously Sam hasn't realized what's happened to captive girl. Uh, so he is like trying to untie her and he's yep. like, don't worry, you know, you'll be fine. Standard Sam. Yep. And she starts to scream. And it's this unworldly scream because oh, she, of yeah. course, is now a vampire. This wakes up cat. Cat? No. Kate. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of Kathleen's and cats and I know, Kath and it's, in the first season of I know, this show. And it's, I, um, <laughs> I feel very seen. I'm very grateful because as someone who has a old person name, yeah. it's very it's very nice to hear Kat, Kathleen, Catherine, Kate. Kate. I'm like, oh, um, And they wake up in what I can, because like I said, this barn, if it's at all summertime, it's got to be the hottest place on the planet. Oh, God, in, yeah. in a bed, you would be sweating. So they get they're they, in hammocks as well. Yeah. Um, so they wake up and they obviously run out and yep. they get they, they run away basically. Run, yep. away, run away, run away, run away, run away. Yeah, um, it's very much and, and I love how they get out and they're like oh, got away from them and they're like, Dad? Yeah. And so da- dad uh, John comes out as well and he's like, We they're gonna attack us now, but they won't attack us till night once we they'll get have a scent, scent yeah, for you, life. For life. Um so we need to go to a but, funeral home. Um when when Sam and Dean are doing whatever they're trying, like trying to get rid of mm-hmm. the food to get them, like untie people, let people mm-hmm. out. Um, John is going into the bedroom of Luther and Kate mm-hmm. to get the colt because the colt's on the side of the bed. Um, and of course the banshee scream of the new victim mm-hmm. um, or the newest member of the vampire nest um, definitely styles them. So luckily we get out, and then yeah, so. We now go do some cool things that I have been waiting for for such a long time. Excellent. Oh, right. Yes. I'm like, so Dean is at a funeral home. Sam's mm-hmm. kind of pacing. Like, he's like, I should go. Like, this is taking ages. Yeah. We don't really know what he's looking for at the funeral home yet. We we haven't found that out. Yep. And John's like, no, you should chill out. And sort of John and Sam have this conversation um, about what happened and about their relationship. And, you know, I'm just going to read basically what John says verbatim because it's much easier than me trying mm-hmm. to summarize. He's like, you've got to understand something. After your mother passed, all I saw was evil everywhere and all I cared about was keeping you boys alive. I wanted you prepared, ready, except somewhere along the line, I stopped being your father and I started being your drill sergeant. So when you said that you wanted to go away to school, all I could think was about was my only thought was that you were going to be alone, vulnerable. Sammy, it's just, it never occurred to me that that was what you wanted. I just couldn't accept the fact that you and me were just different. And, like, I think that's true and not true. Like, John mm. and Sam are very, very similar oh, personality-wise. But they obviously have different motivations. And, you know, he says originally he had put away a um, college, college fund, fund for Sam and for Dean. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, you know, they have this really deep and meaningful conversation. And then at the end, Sam's like, well, what happened to that? Yeah, fun. And he's like, spent it on ammo, and they yeah. both kind of laugh. laugh. And it was and good. It was, yeah. it was like a nice, like wholesome 
Yeah, it was a good kind of release of the emotions. Again, I'm still not really letting John off the hook no, because I don't think will. that really, like, it didn't, you know, it didn't. If it it's it's a doesn't resolve everything in the way that oh, it no. would we would like no. in the way that it it's would have in a in a lesser show. In a lesser show, definitely, it it's, would have been like great. That's fixing it. Per, yeah, it would have done the thing I like when mm-hmm. TV shows wrap everything in a nice bow and package. Um, it definitely is a bandaid on a big scar. Yeah. It's still in not much, but it's there. Yeah, exactly. And so Dean comes back and reveals that he went to get Dead Man's Blood, which is something that doesn't kill vampires, but it is poisonous to them. It makes yep. them, like, pass out, basically. Yeah. And that's why I've been enjoying it. I'm like, come on, I've been wanting to talk about it. Only because I'm just like, it's such a weird mm-hmm. thing to do. And it's like getting someone's Dead Man's Blood and, mm-hmm. and that's what, such a, it's such a clever way it's yeah. like so cool because obviously it's like well they're dead they're, the blood has basically got no life in it mm-hmm. i just love it I know. yeah it's, it's weird but i like it yeah i think it's really cool and again i really love this kind of more complex lore building yeah. of like this is how you hunt and kill vampires Definitely. this is what vampires do like yep. you know it's it does set up a bit more of the mm. world that that they live in uh which is which i agree i yeah. think that that's really really cool they decide to capture Kate mm-hmm. um, because uh, John obviously had seen them in the bedroom and realized yep. like they mate for life. And so he will come for her over everything. And that is how they'll get the cult. Yeah. So they set this trap up. Unfortunately, Dean is the bait for the trap. I know it's very weird. And I guess we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, the idea of Dean kind of being sometimes portrayed as the like young ingenue. You know, he's yeah. been put in the in that yeah. in that position of the like young yeah, young sexy ingenue role yeah. that is sometimes a feminine or more traditionally a feminine, feminine role. Role. Yeah. We'll talk about it because I have one other really specific um point in mind where he's definitely given the position of the young ingenue um <laughs> over the woman that's in the scene and we'll talk about it when we get there. But yeah, I just we'll put a pin in this. We'll put a pin in Dean's physicality being used as a weapon. Because mm. obviously we've talked about this. Jensen Ackles is possibly one of the prettiest men that's ever lived ever. Yes. He's so pretty. Oh, yeah. He's um, gorgeous. He's un- objectively gorgeous. Oh, yeah. oh, like I said, I've been with you on the, on the whole, he's a very attractive man. Yeah. Just not a man I would go, maybe because it, maybe it's intimidation. I don't know. But I don't, I would never go down that path. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So he's sort of he is used or lure used as a lure for Kate. Um, yep. I guess their relationship with Luther isn't exclusive question mark. Um, and then they shoot arrows into her to poison her with the dead man's blood. And then obviously this is where we get that lovely scene mm-hmm. where there's another vampire nondescript nondescript vampire mm-hmm. tube um mm-hmm. who's also shot mm-hmm. and we see the kill. Yeah, so you see them, which is very gruesome. Like you yeah. don't see, you don't see the head roll or anything, but you definitely yeah. get the blood spray. Yeah, and years, sort of years later, um, because as Kat said, this is sort of setting up the idea that maybe we're going to see these mm. monsters again. And I don't think it's a huge reveal to say that we do come yeah. across vampires again. But years, years later, they actually, they, um, there was, I don't know if it was an interview or what with Jensen, and they were talking about how they would set those scenes up and yeah. how technically complex it is to film someone getting beheaded and make it look good because it's like all about 
repeating motions with the person there, with the person not there, with just a fake head that they would drop to like mm. get all of it together. So it was really interesting to sort of hear about the how boring and technical it is to yep. create something that looks really cool and exciting in yep. the real world or in the world of like the supernatural. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I thought that was really cool. And we get this kind of final standoff with John yeah. Um, because he's like, "That's this is the plan. Now we have Kate. You know what to do. We don't really hear what the plan is because we sort of see it unfold. Mm-hmm. And once once it's done, you get out of here. You get out of this place. You know, yeah. we go our separate ways. ways again. And it's really interesting. Sam obviously isn't happy. He wants to know more. He wants to understand what's going on. And Dean takes Sam's side and stands up to John. And I like that. Yeah, because he's finally stepping out of the... Mm-hmm. The, the control he's I think he's because he's been around Sam long enough now yeah. to get some he's borrowed some of Sam's moxie mm-hmm. to stand up to, to dad and go no yeah and I think as well like he's spent all this time with Sam and realized what a good team they are and what yep. benefits that they have and yeah I just I really they're like kids. they're not kids. kids they're not kids and you know it's it's, it's interesting like Sam, Sam and Dean have gone through this training with with unintentional training mm-hmm. from John and John needs to start realizing that they're not just cheap, you know, throw away. Oh, they can just fill in. They're not temporary teacher kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They're not temporary killers or hunters, as you say. Yeah, they're not, they're not just like the B grade. Yeah, he's raised them well in the hunting world and the hunting standards. Mm-hmm. They know what they're dealing with. They are very good at what they do because they're still here and alive. Yes. So I feel like it's like Dean's like, no, we know our worth. Yeah, exactly. Um, but John's kind of like, I don't care. This is the mm-hmm. plan. Um, so John, John John is driving along. He's got Kate in the car. He knows that the vampires are going to be able to smell her yep. and come and find her. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's going to use that to swap the cult, um, which he's kind of organizing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, while they all leave, Sam and Dean go and attack the nest, kill the vampires that are left, yep. and um, free the captives. So free the remaining people who yeah, haven't been turned, turned into vampires. Yeah. Um, they, after this, are meant to leave. Like, that's what uh, all they're meant to do, and yep. then they're meant to go. Things don't kind of go according to plan with Never John. Um, he has Kate. He almost has the cold, but Kate, the dead man's blood, has blood has worn off. Yep. And so she starts to attack John. It kind of breaks down a little. Sam and Dean have ignored his orders, mm-hmm. and they come, and they uh, use crossbows to take these vampires out, out, like yep. the dead man's blood. This kind of really good kind of fight scene with In all the of them. The road. In the middle of a kind of a country road, road. I guess, yeah. um, breaks out. It's a really cool fight scene. It's really well done. It's yep. really cool to see kind of a lot of like. Very West Side Story-ish like sides of like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's very it's, good. It's well done. It's a very good fight scene. And at the end, Luther has Sam. Yep. And John shoots Luther with a the cult. cult. And we see this cult kill a vampire and, and it without, is it's so well done and it's I, so well done it's and it's just it's really they, again they're setting this mythology up about this cult mm-hmm. in such a good way like yeah. this whole episode is clearly leading into this moment where luther gets shot and the cult kills him and you see how that happens and physically what occurs yeah um, it's good and it really kind of gives you that sense of like oh this can kill anything yeah one of my notes is like oh you know the cult actually works yeah it's not just a gun it's it's doing a thing yeah exactly um and so 
the remaining vampires run away, run yeah, away. Right. Yeah, run away, run away. Yeah. And uh, Sam, Dean and John are left with the cult mm-hmm. and John very reluctantly admits that Sam and Dean are actually better with him fighting together yep. than off safe allegedly doing their own thing. Yeah, just doing random monster of the week. Mm-hmm. And they're leading now to the to find the demon and yep. kill the demon. That's together. The, together. And that's that's we're now leading into kind of the final two episodes so which are going to be about Ooh. that that hunt for yeah, hunt. the demon. But that's the end of the episode. Really good episode. I really I really like this episode. I love all the lore that it sets mm-hmm. up. I love the introduction of the cult. Yep. Um, as this kind of magical weapon, because mm-hmm. it's never explained why the cult can kill anything. Like, yeah. what's special about it? What's magical about it? They don't bother. It, it's a MacGuffin, which I kind of enjoy when they aren't trying. They don't even try. They're yep. not like, oh yeah, and then a witch blessed it. It's like, oh my god, guys. They're just like, it's just magic, and we're not going to explain further, and we shan't explain further. They give you enough to give, like, the for you to taste. Yeah, they give you enough to sense, like, because they're like, oh, Halley's Comet's overhead and, like, this other, the, ba- the Battle of the Alamo's happening. Yeah. Like, there's something in the air that yeah, night sort of thing. Yeah, some energies. But we're not going to talk about no. what he actually does no. or why. No. <laughs> and get... that's great. Yeah, and I'm, I, I, you know, sometimes sometimes it's nice that the air of when they don't put too much exposition mm. in and mm-hmm. they don't exposition dump you to try and explain oh, yeah. everything if it doesn't need to happen. And it's. No. You know, sometimes you works, sometimes doesn't. Head. Like, in, yeah. you can sense, you can get, they give you a little bit of crumbs mm-hmm. and you're like, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. So we're now staring down the barrel of the last two episodes of the, the season. <laughs> See what you did there. Uh, and yeah, we're going to take a little break after season one um, before we start season two. Um, so we'll be taking a little break for a couple we'll break it won't be too long for you guys it'll just be a little bit longer for us in terms yeah. of real world in the, in in the real world, world. Yeah. um but yeah we'll, we'll we'll give you an official date when we know but it'll probably be mid to late october so ooky spooky season is ooky when we'll be back for, for i mean unlike northern hemisphere mm-hmm. we'll be heading into sweat bag territory yeah so we won't Ugh. it's not as fun to to dress mm. up in elaborate costumes when really it's really it's not uh really hot but <laughs> it's still fun to say season two will start in October Uber. at yeah. some point um, before before Halloween. We'll before start all Hall- Eve. Or <laughs> we'll we'll start season two. But yeah, we've got the final two episodes. We sure do. Um, oh. To talk about, I can't believe we're almost at the end. I of know the it, season. It feels like I'm still like in the like at the beginning. Yeah, we're and like, we're, we're, we're done. We're almost at the end. It's it, which is really cool and really exciting. So. Um, as always, you can find us on social media. We have been a little quiet on social media as of late, but, uh, I guess again, we'll, t- do you know what? Let's just, let's just do the reveal now. Yeah. So I guess I just want to say at the end of this episode, um, I guess if you're still listening, if you didn't listen, um, uh, I do want you. <laughs> jokes on you. I do want to apologize that it has been a little uneven, a little, we've missed a couple of weeks. We haven't been as consistent on social media. A little bit um, disjointed. A little bit disjointed. Uh, and the reason for that, drum roll, drum roll um, is that I have been working on a little project of my own. Um, Tisha has. Which is uh, a human child. <laughs> That's right. You heard it here first. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm currently, as of when we're recording this, it will be later by the time this episode comes out. But I'm in my second trimester mm-hmm. um, with a small Sam, Dean, Mary, yeah. John, who knows. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Um, maybe a cult. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? It's definitely a baby. It's it's a, look, it's definitely a baby. It's definitely a baby. Um, if you uh, followed my track, um, don't understand babies. So this, yeah. I've been very excited. But yes, there's been a reason. Yeah. And the reason is um, that I spent two months feeling like I was going to die. It doesn't mean that Megan's leaving me because she no. is she is everything in this podcast. I am the talent. Flicks hair. Yeah, she's um. <laughs> she's the talent. I'm talent. I'm the, I'm the <laughs> behind the scenes magic. Um, yeah. but yeah, that's why it's been a little inconsistent. Is that yeah, I spent two months kind of uh semi incapable of yeah. of doing anything, even edit a podcast. I am talent. <laughs> I have been supporting and my podcast co-host, but more yeah. so. So yeah, so next season we're going to start giving me some responsibilities. Yes. I feel so I feel so Yeah, so so I know at the moment mm-hmm. I'm sort of all of our social media, yeah. but next season Cat will start taking over our Instagram. Not Twitter. So yeah, so I will take over some creative stuff um, mm-hmm. on the Instagrams. So we'll yeah, so uh season 2 will be starting in October. Mm-hmm. Um I'm due in February, so we hopefully will get it all done so that we finish in February. Um and then we will take a little bit of a longer break between yep. season two and season three. We'll still do some social media stuff. Yeah, we we'll won't disappear completely. We won't we'll obviously be doing little teasers because you know, go keep the, got to keep the, yep. the, you know, the interest of the waters of yeah. supernatural. But um, yeah, we'll take a bit of a break when Megan and you know her her new little hunter that comes yes. into the world. Um, so there's obviously some bubble time for you guys, and then yeah. we'll start season three, maybe with a. With a, a little plus one. Yeah, probably not because that will be impossible to record. Oh, yeah. Pro- but, actually, um, so yeah, no, we'll so, yeah. do after, uh, after February when we wrap up season two, we'll take a slightly longer maternity leave for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, we'll, yeah, we'll be back with season with, for season three. Um, Which is a banger season. Yeah, so I think <laughs> it's it definitely Tiny motivation world. to come back and, and, and mm. do the seasons. But, yeah, that's – we just – it's been hard to not it really has. explain why things have become really uneven. And it's like, it's been tough to, for me as mm. someone who's very like good at meeting commitments to not oh, be able 100%. to meet every commitment that I had in my life. Um, and yeah, it was just, thankfully yeah. I'm feeling a lot better now. I'm feeling oh, a lot more like I can handle things. Like there was definitely a few recordings where I was like, we need to start now or I'm going to be too tired and we're not going to be able to finish this yeah, episode. There was, I think there, there was an episode we recorded after work. I had mm-hmm. work from home that day. Yeah. It was fine. I was I was a bit loopy from doing that, but yeah. Megan was definitely like, Kat, come on. I'm going to fall asleep in five minutes. Let's yeah. get this done. We need like, to get this shit, done. Shit. <laughs> so, yeah. So thank you for your patience um, if you're still listening at the end of this. But, yeah, as always, we are on social media. Instagram is mm-hmm. We Will Talk About It pod. We're on Twitter at We Will Talk Pod. You can email us at We Will Talk About It at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can subscribe anywhere you find podcasts. And if you have the capacity to leave us a rating on iTunes, we really appreciate that. Um, that's how people can find us. Yep. But in the meantime, stay safe and let's hunt this thing together. Woo! Five countdown. Bye, guys. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do.